Meanwhile in the pot cave. of the Podmen. I'm Brad. I'm Brian. I'm Podman Ron. And just when you thought you you got rid of us, people, <laughs> we're back. We're back. Podman Ron decided to get the gang together uh, because get together again. A lot of stuff come out. So yeah, much stuff to talk about. A lot of shit coming. A lot of shit being thrown at us. Yeah, we, so much so. I think we're we're going back to <laughs> Condor Man. In uh, 1978, <laughs> I, I think. Let's just start there. Let's start at the Disney Black Hole, and then uh, Hero at Lodge and Condor. No, we started talking about uh, uh, retro reviews, and uh, I think Podman Ron may have mistaken a, a, a Australian sketch comedy for uh, for Condor. What is your? I thought I thought Flight of the Condor was a Robert Redford movie, and, but it's not. It's Flight of the Concords. Concords. And I think the Robert Redford movie is Three Days of the Condor. It is. <laughs> I got the Condors right. Yeah, you got the Condors. No, you, right. you nailed no, that. Because one's Concord and the other's Concord. Uh, what kind of bird is a Concord? That's what I want to know. I don't, uh, I don't even know what the flight of the Concord is. Yeah, well. Flight of the Concords. It's uh, Jermaine Clement and Brent McKenzie. It's where Rice Darby came from. It's also where Gretchen Shaw came from. Yeah, you, I don't know any of those people. You know some of the about? you know some of those people from watching uh, where we where we live in the dark, right? Or uh, where, from yeah, which, no, what no. we do in shadows. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the mandolin effect. Like this is a movie from another dimension. <laughs> a mandolin effect. Mandolin. See, in our universe, it's the Mandela effect. <laughs> Bruce Hornsby music starts playing for the mandolin effect. See, in our universe, uh, Mandela played a violin, but in his, he played a mandolin. Bruce Hornsby, listen to the mandolin rain. Sad song drifting. You have have morphed into your mother. It's like you you start a word, and it doesn't really matter how that word ends. It just ends. I think this is why we stopped recording, actually. I think that scares me, yo. I mean, shit. You are rusty, boy. Podman runs a little rusty. I'm going to start doing word searches. (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> Wait, you're going to start doing word searches as we record? Is that what you mean? No, 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 no. Word searches and crossword puzzles. So, you know, I can exercise my mind because, oh, you know. Yeah, okay. I thought you meant while we're recording you wanted something to I'm do. Over, I'm over 40, and so my head is, you know, yeah. <laughs> my head is, uh. Yeah, your head is a little About a decade over 40. <laughs> Just a smidge. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to get my prostate exam and do a word puzzle. I think I'm going to be okay. <laughs> oh, God. Well, but back to the Mandalorian snacks. 
Yeah, it's going to be on Disney Plus, along with three day the three day flight of the Concord on Disney Plus is the Mandalorian effect. Oh, so we're doing so the Condor Man, and then we talked about Hero at Large, which uh, was a big, uh, big film back in the uh, late seventies, starring John Ritter. Yeah, uh, nineteen eighty. Remembers that? Nineteen eighty. Oh, oh that was pre. That was pre MCU, by the way. Yeah. No. Oh. See, I didn't remember the film existed until you mentioned it a few minutes ago. No, I, I That's the mandolin effect. That's the mandolin effect. That's the effect. mandolin effect. It's the sound. It's the sound it makes when you realize you knew something you didn't realize you knew before. <laughs> That's what the mandolin effect is? That's what the mandolin effect is. <laughs> so, that so I do, and then we talked about we were going to. I was going to say something else, and then Brad said, "Let's start the podcast." And now I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, so I messed you up by saying we should start the, <laughs> the podcast. Stream of consciousness is gone. I mean, I got it's you. gone. I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, normally you're right on it. Anyway, <laughs> Podman Ron, you were the one that called us all together. Yes, because there is a lot of stuff out there. Uh, so, you know, I, I know there is a lot of stuff out there. What, where, how do we wanna, even get I wanna, started? I want to dissect the Joker movie. Okay. Yeah. That big turd that everybody has creamed <laughs> their pants over. Do we need to get, to, do we need to get Alex the intern on the line? There? You know, I, I can send him a text, but I don't know if he will respond. Yeah, so he's not talking to us. He's living the college nightmare, so. All right. Well, we we won't bother them, but um, let, yeah, let's let's start talking about it. What? Why was it such a turn? All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, Brian. What'd you think of the movie? What would you give? <laughs> what would be your PMR rating? Since, since he's so because uh, uh, since y'all kind of know what my thoughts are. Yeah. So. <clears throat> All right. It wasn't. <sighs> yes. I would like to see. I would honestly like movie, for them, yes. I would honestly like for them to follow it up with a Batman in that universe. Wow. I I think a Batman in that universe would be interesting. It would be like an Elseworlds. Uh the thing with the Joker movie is what happened, what didn't happen, was it all in his mind? Was <clears throat> some of it in his mind? Did any of it happen? Was he ever released from Arkham? Or was this all just some grand illusion that he was telling uh, that psychiatrist that he may or may not have killed at the end of the movie, right? So, so it's you don't know if he's if it's all delusion, some delusion. Oh. They never said why he got out of Arkham, and you know the the psychologist that he was talking to or psychiatrist he was talking to at the beginning very much favored the one at the end. Uh, so the whole thing could just be. Just his, you know, psychosis. Okay. So. That's not, but how, so what'd you think of the movie? What'd you give it? What'd you, what would you give it? One to five. I appreciate the movie. Well, I'll, I'll put it. It wasn't what I was expecting, but. Okay. And you were probably, expecting a good movie, right? No. It wasn't what I was expecting. So I honestly, on that level, I enjoyed it. Because it was giving me something that I hadn't seen. Well, I say that. 
Uh, it was giving me uh, a story that I wasn't expecting. However, it was a story I've already seen when you watch Falling Down and when you watch Taxi Driver, right? So it, I'm, I'm split. Like, like it's it's like a retread of Taxi Driver, but at the same time, it's like I would have never expected to get this out of a Joker movie. So I, I need to watch it again. I need to watch it. I didn't hate it. Hate you it. go to what? What'd you say? He said you didn't hate it. Didn't hate it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I'd give it a three. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I hope I never see this movie again. Wow. The movie was, yeah, I, you know. <laughs> I hope I never see it again. <laughs> like, like somebody's oh, going to kidnap you yeah. and force you to watch. I hope I never see it again. If I see oh. that movie on the street. So I just say this. I just want to say this. I, these fellow nerds like we are, who are out there talking about how great this movie is because, you know, it's so real and it's so edgy and, and, that's so, you know, it should win an Oscar. You know, I don't want my comic book movies to be this boring and so real world, you know. I mean, it was just so drab. I mean, just, if, I mean, are we to expect this mentally retarded guy to be the Joker, the criminal mastermind? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, boy. I mean, uh, Ryan, you want to address this mentally retarded guy? I mean, yeah, we make allowances for you. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I, I'm sitting here the whole time thinking, you know, now this is the criminal mastermind. I mean, is this the guy who, you know. Well, that was the whole point. They never said he was a criminal mastermind. Well, I, I, who said that? Who said that? Uh, about 50 years of comic book. This isn't the, what's the whole point is you're saying this is the comic book. I want to see a Joker movie, you know? I mean, I want to see, yeah, I love his laugh. I mean, you know, I got that out of it. I thought that was good. Did you like it better? Did you like it better seeing the, uh, 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 where they dubbed Seth Rogen's laugh over Mm -hmm. his? I didn't even know they did such a thing. That's pretty great. I like, I like him, I like Joaquin Phoenix. I thought he, uh, he did an okay job. I mean, I, I, you know, like you said, Brian, I think if you would have had a, I would like to see this Joker, maybe not this exact Joker. I'd like to see the last 30 minute Joker against Batman. You know, I like to see that. Cause the, the rest of the movie, I, no. Well, I, I, I oh shit. I think it would be interesting so that you just had a whole movie where you had like the Lord of Chaos, like his whole, the whole reason he got away with everything he did or didn't, you know, uh, was because he was just an agent of chaos. You know what I mean? And uh, it would be cool to see the opposite side of that coin in just a one movie. I don't want a trilogy, like just, just one move, one movie where it focused on Batman. So you had almost like a, like a duality, chaos, and order. They're both crazy. You know, uh, Joker, uh, uh, you know, wants the chaos. Batman thinks he can control everything. And, you know, Batman's no more sane than Joker is and, uh, and no more right. You mean, 
controls an illusion. So you could do a movie about Batman from that standpoint um, and almost do the other side of the fence, but still kind of have that psychosis, like, you know, uh, um, element to it. I thought that, I think that would be intriguing. Yeah, but I, it's intriguing, but I don't need it to be that cerebral. No, I mean, it, I want a bad guy and a good guy and them fighting and the Joker making these freaking, kind of like Heath Ledger was. I mean, you know, just these diabolical plans and these twisted things and I want, and then Batman fight them. And that's it. I, this, this is just like, so I think the origin of the Joker is something that we should never know. I think I it, it just kind of, I, I just think that, and that's why I think it works so well with Pete Ledger also, because you really just, he's just, he was a force of chaos that just came out of nowhere and you really didn't know, you know, he kept telling people different origins. So he didn't really know what, who the hell he was. Well, see, that's the and, problem. Uh, see, you need to go see the movie again at some point because no, you, you, well, I know you took the story at face value and just decided you didn't like it. Where if you had gotten a little more invested in the material, you'd realize this guy may not even, this may just be well, I don't want to see a movie delusion. that could be someone's fucking delusion. I mean, I want to see a movie that's like actually, you know, the movie. I, I mean, I, I, it's so boring if, if I'm watching a movie of someone's delusion. I mean, geez. I mean, that's, you're, you're not invested in anything. You're just watching somebody's dream. You know, you might as well, well you wake up in the shower and there's Pam Ewing there. You don't know. That's, that's my point is you don't know. You don't know what's real. You don't know what's not real. You can take it all as being real. You can, but you could also go and, and, and see spots where it's like, wait a minute. Probably the, last scene, out the last scene was real. Is this scene real? Oh, wait a minute. Maybe neither of them were real. Like that kind of thing. I get it. I get what you're saying. I mean, I, I get it, but it just, if like that's it. what they were trying to, if, yeah, if that's what they were trying to go for, eh, it just kind of, it just didn't kind of do anything for me. Like I said, I enjoyed the last 20, 30 minutes of the movie. And, uh, that was about it. It just seemed like it was just this long, sad progression about this, you know, mentally retarded dude. And, you know, we just... <laughs> oh my God. Can we... all right. Uh, but one, let's, let's try to steer away from, uh, <laughs> let's try to steer away from, uh, some of the, some of your vernacular. Uh, well, but two, uh... Here's the thing. Do you want to go into the movie every time and go, here's your good guy. Here's your bad guy. Some stuff's going to happen. The good guy's going to win at the end. Yeah, no. that's kind of like, what Podman wrote. Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of that's, that's that's that. that's well, what, what I'm known movie. for. Had, there, was, there, there was no good guy. Right, that's what I'm there saying. Like, no like, good but that's guy. your complaint. That's no your complaint is guy. that there's no good guy, there's no bad guy. There's only, there's only Joker. And I don't know what yeah, he's Joker. Walking yeah, around just being pissed. It's almost like it wasn't dumbed down enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you hit the nail right yeah, on the okay. head there, Brian. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I mean, it's no Hobbs okay and Shaw. It's no Hobbs it's and Shaw, so- good guy, bad guy. I mean, yeah, you're right. I like my good guys to wear white hats and my bad guys to wear black hats. I get confused easily. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but, you know, it's like, come on, man. 
right. It, it was just, uh, I'd give it a two. If I had it, I'd, I'd give it a two. I, I, I think that comic book fans want so much for their, their genre or whatever the hell you call comic books to be, to be taken so serious, exactly, and be respected that they just thought, you know, oh, this is the greatest, you know, this is, oh, this is Academy Award winning. This is so, you know, cerebral. This is great. And, you know, it's like, if I want to see a movie like this, I'll watch Taxi Driver or I'll watch some Martin Scorsese bullshit movie. But, you know, I, I go see a... He knows nothing about cinema. He, yeah. I go to see a comic book movie. I want to see a comic book. But here's the thing. Who told you it was a comic book movie? I don't know, the Joker. It was a fucking comic book character called the Joker and he fights Batman and you know. Right. So now are we gonna have is this how how it's gonna be now? It's all serious, you know Well let me ask you uh, characters. We're gonna have the the Uh, hang on a second. So was uh the Watchmen comic book was a comic book. But that got pretty deep and it got into some weird spot weird places. Uh but it's a comic book. Right, so yeah, yeah, I would. So you're you're saying that the comic book genre? I would deny that that's a comic book. Hang on, you're saying that the comic (laughs) that it's a comic book movie, and that the comic book genre can only be good guy, bad guy, white hat, black hat, good guy wins at the end. That's what we're saying. Well, that's gonna make that that makes comic the comic book genre pretty boring. What? What? That makes movies pretty boring. For for one thing, the Watchmen is it is still the good guy, bad guy. I mean, for the most part, and it the, the it's really is. it's really not what you. It's a comic book, yes, but it's really not what we all consider a superhero comic book in the vein of Marvel right. Universe, there and you go. DC Universe, and, right? Exactly. So you said, well, this is a comic book movie. I want my comic book movies to be a certain way. It's the Joker. But it's not a comic book movie. You know what? Like I would, I would the say Watchmen this. is not a comic book movie. Or it, the, I, the Watchmen's on an island unto itself. It's not, you know, it's in a comic book format, but it's, it's more looked at, honestly, like in, in today's society, it's more looked at as like a literature than it is a comic book. Like there's college guess, classes on yeah, the Watchmen. Uh, well, yeah, that's. Lame, but is this leading into the, to the Watchmen TV show? Because this may not no, be as no, if it does. No, it will. We'll go there, but I'm just going to say one thing. My whole argument is what you're saying right there. Saturday Night Live did it best when they did the little spoof at Oscar the Grouch. And I, you know, watch that, and that was exactly how I felt. You know, they did with this character. It's like you take a comic book character who's, you know. It's a comic book. He's a bad guy, a comic book. And they turned it into like, they're trying to make it all serious and so gritty and dirty. And, and it just, uh, that's just boring to me. I mean, I, I want to see that. I'll just see something else. I mean, see, uh, I think, I, I think you're making all the argument you're making is that it wasn't boring enough or formulaic oh, no, enough. Me, it was boring enough. It no, no, no. You're, you're saying it wasn't formulaic enough for you to follow. No, it was, no, 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 it, it wasn't my, it's not my genre. It's not a superhero genre. It's a very, it's a dramatic. And, the, and nobody said it was. They said it, it's a Joker movie. It is not a kid's movie. It's not a comic book movie. It is yeah. a movie about the psychosis 
of this character. Well, okay. Even, okay, let me uh, then let's go. Let's let's leave the superhero genre behind and go into the shitty genre that it is in. As a movie itself, take away the Joker out of it. Just you know, as a cinematic movie itself, it still sucked because. Well, I don't know what is, you know, people, Warner Brothers did that whole, oh, is this going to cause white guy, white males to go crazy and start shooting up the place? You know, Warner that Brothers was, didn't do that. Well, the marketing, someone leaked that out. Come on. No, they didn't leak that, that out. They didn't leak that out. Like, you've got, the last time we had a Batman movie, there was a public shooting. No, a, no, 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 but they were, they were in fear because what they were saying was, that it's the Joker represented it, exactly the Joker rec- represented anarchy and chaos, and they thought that this was going to inspire angry young white males to be. Well, and here's you know, the thing. But God that movie, <laughs> like, oh my God, how could you? There was nothing in there that would make anybody. I mean, it was like there was nothing that said the only thing that they were angry about, and not even. I didn't even get this from the movie, and we were just supposed to assume it was because, you know, there was poor health care, and maybe the rich were really rich. Uh, the clown no. mask. And here, here's I, the thing. Here's, here's I, know what, I know what they said it was supposed to be. I just didn't get that from the movie. Okay, so so uh, think about this. Like, like It's like you don't even remember history. Uh, the Aurora <laughs> shooting... Oh, I know the what the Aurora sh- shooting was. The but guy showed that- up. Hold on. The guy showed up at the theater, dressed as the Joker, killed people. I know, but he that's showed not. Up, hold on. He showed right. up in court. Let, let, let Brian make his point. He called, hold up, showed up in, looking yeah. like the Joker. Like the guy idolized the Joker. Okay, okay, he, I got it. And he, I appreciated, he appreciated the chaos. So right. now you've got this Joker movie. And I'm not saying I agree with any of this, but what I'm saying is like, like you can't just totally dismiss it either. Okay. Uh, you've got the Joker who wants to become famous, finds his way onto a television show and murders the host on live television. How okay. is that not? So how is that not? If you've got the wrong person watching this movie, that's not going to go, wait a minute. That's a pretty good idea. That's a pretty good way to be famous. But that's not what they were saying that was going to cause the riot. They didn't say that. They were saying, if you go to all the news articles that came out, they never mentioned the Aurora. Oh, they mentioned it in passing, but they didn't. They were just saying that the movie was supposed to represent that it was a rise up of chaos and anarchy because they were mad at the rich people and they thought it was going to, and, and society as a whole and these people were going to rise up. They were scared it was going to cause angry young white males to rise up and do this. And I didn't get that at all from this movie. I mean, I, Brad, I see what you're you saying read, about. Did you read I, any articles that said what he just said? Uh, that, that to be careful about. White males were going to rise up. <laughs> And wear Joker masks and ride the streets. I'll go on find it right now. Find it. Find it. Because what what they said was the people that were on the bubble, the same people that go in and shoot up schools, that same bubble might take the wrong message from this movie and decide to, and it may embolden them to do something else. It's not saying that 
uh, uh, white males are going to lose their mind and it turn into a purge society. We can only wish. So, yeah, hold I mean, on, Brian. I'm about to send you an article. Some stuff. You're inferring some stuff. You, you, said you, you said all the articles you read. You found one. Oh, I cannot find any more. I just thought this is the first one I put in, dude. Literally, the first thing that popped up. I can find some more if you want. I mean, I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, where'd you find the know. article? Uh, I googled Joker movie. <laughs> I'm going to Google Joker movie and see what I come up with. Here, here. Hold on, man. Hold on. And I think, unfortunately, like most elderly people, you may have difficulty dis- difficulty distinguishing between real Joker is a terrifying realistic window, window into white terrorism. Boom. Boom, what's bitch. That, that's not the, what, that's not what you just said. Guy, what the hell? What's the, what the, the, the whole no, thing no. Is. You just said. You just said. Go listen to yourself. You said that. Okay, hold on. Make, white males now. rise up and kill people. Okay. Joker is a dangerous film, and it's bringing out the worst in the internet and white males. There you go. Here's the next one. Boom. Next. Boom, bitch. <laughs> Joker. Do we need a movie about a violent white male? Boom. Boom, bitch. Joker. And, all, and here's the, the articles are all other celebration of a toxic, ag- egotistical white male justifying his. And then it ends. Okay. See. So. See. What? Hang on. Who were those articles published? Who were those articles? Dude, it's like September 21st. Does the new Joker glorify September white 21st. male violence? Two weeks Boom. <laughs> Well, let me, uh, obviously we could spend another 20 minutes on this debate. Right, right, right. Can I just, since I kept getting interrupted, can I get like one, one moment, Brad? Can he have, can Brian have one uninterrupted debate? Joker is a disenfranchised white male. Boom. Here, I think we're about to have a repeat of, (laughs) of November 2000. Is this why we stopped recording in the first place? Because yeah, oh, I, come on, jeez, all right, go ahead. No, what are you gonna say? What I'm gonna say is, all, first off, all those, first off, all those articles didn't aren't saying what you just said. You Boom. you said that it's gonna make white males rise up and riot in the street. Well, I, just read the I just read the. I just read the. You want me to read the whole article? Read no, the article. please don't. <laughs> it's not an audio book. I'm just saying what the movie said it was going and what the You're media absolutely and everybody. Right. You're right. That's all. You, hey, hey, Kamar. That's all you want to hear. Is you're right. You're the only opinion. Your your opinion's the only one. No, that matters. No, 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 no. No, because if anybody else has a different opinion, you're just going to shout over them. So go ahead. Please continue. I'm done. It's fine. I just was just showing. I I was just saying what I had read. That's all. That's uh, all well, if anybody cares, I'd give the movie a four. Really? Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it, and it was thought-provoking and made me want to watch it, you know, again, multiple times maybe to see the nuances in it. It wasn't what I wanted. I wanted it to be a little bit more violent because of all those articles I've been reading. I thought it was going to be more violent <laughs> and make me want to flip over a car, but it didn't. So that's why that's why I knock it down. It wasn't it wasn't uh, quite as as violent as I was hoping it would be. The the one thing I did 
think if they could use this as a springboard to a Joker, I thought it was a cool idea. Is is the Joker in the in the DCU? They could bring this on as canon, and the Joker that fights Batman today was inspired by this Joker. I thought that was a cool idea. If they do it something like that, you know, I think yeah, I think that's a that would be a cool idea. But I don't know. I I'm glad y'all like the movie. I, You're just happy for us? I'm happy for y'all. I just <laughs> didn't do much for me. I know. I'm sorry. All I right. just, uh, but, uh, you know, uh, whoa. Y'all there? <laughs> Hello? Yes. I'm here. Brian? I'm here. Brian's here. I'm I was here. listening. I, I'm just saying that's, that, that was my take on it. So, Alex loved the movie. Y'all liked the movie. I just, I, I guess I like my, I think, my cinema a little bit more lowbrow. I think we need to maybe take a step back and dial back the fact that the podcast is not here solely for you to vent your frustration. No, I'm not venting. I was making a point. I was just showing you what I had read. It was so when, uh, when what you I had asked, read. When you ask my opinion and, and, and sit for 30 seconds to listen to my opinion on it to then to then bum rush me and tell me for 15 minutes why I'm wrong and I'm an idiot. I didn't uh, say you were And you hated the wrong. movie and the movie sucked. There's a problem. I apologize. I apologize. I should have let, let you say your side of it. My bad. I didn't mean to vent for 15 minutes. I guess I, I expected, uh, I didn't think you guys would like it as much as y'all have. So, uh, I didn't. I gave it a three. <laughs> I gave it a three. But apparently, I, mean, I, I, I guys almost enough. agreed on it. My my review didn't have enough vitriol for you, so you decided no, to like, no. uh, like jump on me. I so, wasn't jumping on you. You were just telling me that you didn't hear anything about white no, supremacists, and, and, and I was just saying said, that's all I have read about. Nothing was, you said backs up what you said at the beginning of the conversation. What, what all of those. That, you said that it was going to make white people, ri- white males riot in the street. That's what I read. I just read you about four headlines. No, no, that's not what it said. It said wh- the movie's bringing out the worst in white males online. <laughs> I think this podcast brings out the worst in white males. I know. Males. <laughs> for, for real. Absolutely. So, so here, here's All right, Let's the, go to the another reason why, uh, That's fine. That's fine. I don't think I necessarily have to prove my point any further. So we'll so, yeah. roll the I mean, yeah. Let's just, yeah, no, no, no. It's fine. That's good. It's all good. It's all good. All right. just, yeah. So we let's talk about the Watchmen things. TV show, which is surely uh, got to be one of the best superhero TV shows out there. <laughs> that's a joke. Well, <laughs> we don't have to talk what did y'all about think of, what, what did y'all think of the Watchmen TV show? Brian? At, at risk of starting another, throwing a mol- another Molotov cocktail. You want me to go first, Brian? I can go yeah. first if you wanted. Yeah, you go first, Brad. Maybe, maybe he'll tear you, tell you a new, tear you a new asshole and tell you why your opinion is wrong. I'm going to take one for the team on this one. All right, come on, Brad. I absolutely it loved it. It's HBO and everything I've ever wanted from HBO. Uh, you know, it, it the it was interesting enough, and you know, it certainly had a very thinly connected string to what we know as the Watchmen. 
but when it did make those connections, it was kind of like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Squids falling from the sky or whatever. But it was the connection to the comic. It was the, yeah, oh, yeah, that, the squid specifically was a connection to the comics, absolutely. Um, but, you know, so it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I'll watch, you know, the next episode and maybe the next episode and see how it goes. It was, you know, it presenting this alternate, you know, Earth or alternate U.S. and everything that was interesting enough to kind of keep me into it. But if it wasn't called The Watchmen, I don't know if I would be quite as into it. You know, if it, if it was just sort of like, you know, in this alternate world where policemen have to hide their identities, you know. Uh, I don't know well, if I would like that or not. Here's This is something I said a few podcasts ago, and I agree, Brad. I loved it. That first episode was probably the best first episode of anything I've watched in several years. I don't know what episode two is going to be like. Yeah. But, but I, yeah, I gave it like an A+. Plus. But wait, wait a minute. We're doing grades? Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Do we do grades? I gave it a five. Oh, okay. Five out of five. I was confused. But <clears throat> at risk of starting shit again. Oh, boy. <laughs> the reason why you've got, and, and I said this in the last podcast, the reason why you have an Alfred Pennyworth TV show, which is really kind of sort of James Bond or like a, a like a 1960s spy thriller set in England, the reason it got on the air is because they said it was Pennyworth. Right. If they had said, "Hey, this is some jackass set in the 60s," nobody would turn it would tune in. But by, by attaching Pennyworth to it and saying, hey, this is important because it's part of Batman's mythology, people tuned in. Yeah. Same thing with Joker. If they said, hey, we're going to make another movie about somebody losing their mind and, and uh, going on a, on, a, on a, you know, breaking under society and going on a tear, people would go, wait, we saw that with Michael Douglas in the mid-90s. It's called Falling Down. So they slap Joker on it and boom, they get the money to make the movie. So – now it's more involved than just that, but that's why. That's why this isn't a, that. That wasn't a, a, a Batman movie or a, a comic book movie, but that's how they got got it funded, and that's how they got the movie greenlit. That's the world we live in. Comic book movies or comic book adjacent movies get money and get made. If you look at the movie, if you walk in with that with that mindset, you can you can. Uh, Probably, hopefully, understand, uh, not understand, but enjoy it better. Watchmen's the same way. Watchmen is loosely connected at this point to the book from 1985. Now, for some people, they can just watch it and not have to watch what happened before. And honestly, I think the writers in that room are going, hey, I just want to tell a good story. If I, if I need to tie it back to the Watchmen to finish telling my story, I'm cool with that. And so I appreciate that. You're getting to watch stuff that would have never gotten made before. If you like The Watchmen or you didn't like The Watchmen, most people did, you get that extra layer of it. But you can also just appreciate the show for the what the hell it is. All right. I, I, I'll go with you. I'll go with that. Well, I hated it. No, 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 no. I didn't, I didn't hate it. I mean, and I, I like the fact that it's not a direct thing of the Watchmen. I, I like it that it's, uh, I've always liked the expanded universe stories and continuations of the universe. And, um, uh, I, I liked it. I, I, it was, I'd give it a four. Um, I just, uh, 
I guess I want to see more in this universe. I mean, you, you saw the watch. I don't know. Is it based off the, is it based, is it the same universe as the movie or the same universe as the comics? I know they were a little bit different. Yeah. It's the comics. And, you know, I would like to see a little bit more of the, and is this, is this going to be a, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Is the story going to be different? Like next week's going to be another type of hero story, or is it going to, you know, are we still going to be on these people, you know, the, you know, the cops and this, you know, this? I yeah. guess it is going to be this. Yeah, this season's going to focus on uh, Sister Midnight and, okay. and this story. Is that her name? Because I never called yeah. that. I just okay. Um, but I liked it. I mean, I, I thought it was pretty good. I liked the the whole policeman thing, and I liked the I loved the the beginning of it. it was really cool uh, with the race riots at uh, Tulsa. You know, they did that really well. Um, I, I like to see how all that connects. Um, so yeah, I, I thought I thought it was good. I I, I I was to be honest with you, I was pleasantly surprised at how much I liked it. Um, if I was a bigger watcher. <laughs> if I was a big Watchmen fan, I probably would give it a five. But you know, and I do like the Watchmen. Don't get me wrong; I like the movie there, and I did the book. But which probably everybody's going to scream about that. But you know, I just I uh, again, you know, not to start an argument. It's just serious books like the Watchmen. I mean, they're good, but that's just not what I grew up on. So therefore. You know, I just, I like my comics a little bit goofier, a little bit campier, a little bit more superhero-y. You know, when it gets to serious superhero stuff, it just kind of goes, eh, you know, I mean, eh. So, I, I did I did like the show. I'm, I'm looking forward to the next episode. Boom. Boom. All any, right. uh, any thoughts on what's happening in the show so far? I had a couple. No, like, I have none. Like, Luke what? Gossett Jr.? Like his character, oh. you know that you know that was Lou Gossett Jr. in the wheelchair, right? I had no idea. To be quite honest what? with you, that's Boom. pretty funny. Boom! Boom! Like, Lop that so, on you, bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lou Gossett Jr. was the kid at the beginning. Uh, Tulsa, right? Shit! Yeah. Now, wow. He he um, survived the car flipping over, right? So. Uh, they're kind, and they, there's a couple of little things where I kind of alluded to the fact that he might be, he might have powers, right? Well, uh, I'm wondering, and it would be, it would be different than the comic, but, um, you know, the first time you see him, he's watching, uh, that Western. Bass uh, the, something or another. I can't remember the name, Bass but Reeves. yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Bass Reeves. I thought that was cool, but, yeah. But Bass Reeves was wearing a hood. And uh, he was going to string the guy up. Well, you know, flash forward, spoiler alert, you know, Lou Gossett Jr. hangs um, Don Johnson's character, the, the the police commissioner or whatever. I'm wondering if he's actually hooded justice. Mm-hmm. And they, t- they tie it because it, it would be the right age to be hooded mm-hmm. justice. So. Oh, from the, yeah, that would be kind of cool. Was hooded justice African-American? You don't know. You, they never He's showed hooded. him in the comic we without his hood. You, you never got to see him. Also, that's kind of cool. A bit of <laughs> trivia um, that you may or may not know, but also Bass Reeves, uh, the African American uh, sheriff, was also thought to be the uh, inspiration for the Lone Ranger. 
Was that a real show, Bass Reeves? No, that was a real person. A real person. I did not know that, to yeah. be quite honest with you. Well, there you go. Ah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Well, let me ask you all this. Why did he hang John Johnson? So the fact that, you know, they're kind of doing the whole anonymous, you know, people are wearing the Rorschach masks uh, because there's something wrong with society. I mean, that's kind of the gist that I got. Now, they're playing it up right now like it's white supremacists. Um, I think that's going to take a turn. I think they're they're wanting you to think, oh, well, this is this is the KKK. And in actuality, well, like the guy when he shot the cop, he's like, it's just turnips, or it's just it's just lettuce, and he, he, he it actually was lettuce, but he killed the cop because the cop saw the mask. So I think what you're going to see is uh, there's probably bad in both sides, but. Just the Rorschachs are not necessarily – or what do they call them, the 7th Army or something the like seventh that? 7th Cavalry. 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 So the 7th Cavalry is probably going to be – well, I just thought about this too, uh, Bass Reeves. Like so it – remember, that was the whole thing in the beginning. I just remember that. Bass Reeves came in and he arrested the sheriff because the the, the sheriff was – I forget what he was Oh, doing. that's right. right. Yeah. So there's like that duality. So if he's so if Lou Gossett is the head of the uh, um, the Seventh Cavalry, then it's not a race thing. It's a society. There's something wrong with society, and there's something wrong with the establishment and the police. And so that's basically that's the gist I got. I don't think Lou Gossett's the bad guy. I don't know that he's the good guy, but I don't think he's the bad guy. I think you're going to find out Don Johnson was. So, all right. Well, huh. it sounds like I didn't ever uh, catch it. Uh, that, happy so. with it. That's that's a, a surprise yeah. that everybody liked it. It was a good movie. I, I did like it. It was good. It was really good. So, but I tell you what's better: the best comic book TV show out there right now is The Titans. Wow. I have now called up. Well, not called up, but I started watching The Titans. All right. And I will go on record that I was wrong when it came out, and wow. I made fun of it. You, you were wrong, and you, that, you apologize for making fun that, of something. This, I is, was, a, uh, this is landmark. That show is amazing. I, I will say that is the comic book show done the best of any comic wow. show out there. Holy shit. This is amazing. It's it's really good. I mean, everything. And you haven't watched Doom been, Patrol yet. I, well, I saw them on their the episode the, the episode yeah. on Titans, and they were really really good. They were actually really good on that. They were they were getting into their yeah. characters. If I yeah, only yeah. have one complaint, mm-hmm. one complaint about the show, can y'all guess what it is? I'm on episode one of season two. Uh, Starfire's Batman. hair. The guy they play, the, the cast is Batman. Thank you, Brian knew it. Yes. What the hell? That guy sounds like he. If you look at the, listen to his voice, sounds like he sells lemonade. Well, Bruce. Well, Dick. I mean, it's like 
but they, where did they get this guy at? I mean, you know my what? God, by the whatever it is, maybe the fourth or so episode or something. Yeah. They recast him. You'll have turned. They, You'll have changed your story. You or right. or you okay. will. You know what happened with me? I was the same way. It's like look wise, he looked okay. He wasn't quite as tall or as bulky as we think the Dark Knight looks like at eighty years old or whatever, right? You know, he's kind of skinny and weak looking. Um, but by the time you get into a few more episodes, you kind of, you're, there's a moment, there's, there's a moment, a moment yeah. he, where he, you he's go, not what you think he is, or yeah, there's a moment and you go, Oh shit. When that moment happens, Brad, I'll, I'll just say Batman's on a stage. Right. Okay. <laughs> so right. when, when he gets, when he's on a stage and that moment happens, you're going to go, Oh shit. I get it now. I'm on what I mean, because I I sat there and I was like, okay, okay, he's an older guy, and I was like, I'll 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 try to accept this, but the more he talked, the more I hated it because he did. He Uh, he sounded like he was like on a lemonade commercial. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you need to power through the next three episodes because when when this moment happens, you're gonna go, God damn it, I love it. Okay. He, again, he he's not the uh, the Dark Knight that we've seen in in the comic books or on Batman Beyond. It's kind of this brooding type Bruce Wayne. And once you get over, kind of get over that, that it's not the same. Again, it's not the same characterization of this character that you've seen over and over and over again. They've kind of redone him a little bit in the ways. Uh, right. you, you're kind of saying, okay, well, it's it's not what I'm used to, but I kind of dig it. And and, and this, what Brian's talking about yeah. is he he's Brian's making you know a, a leap here that maybe is a, the right way to go, maybe not, you know. So what what you're what I'm trying to mind read of thinking what you're thinking is yeah. that maybe that's exactly what they were going for. Or I think they're wanting to go for a shade of yes. that. Yes, yeah, I agree. That's yes. what I think they're doing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, okay. so you like it. I do. I, I mean, I, I was wrong. I was totally – I mean, Starfire, I, I mean, I said she looked like a hooker. Oh, my God, she's great. I mean, the actress is Still fantastic. Like a hooker, I mean, but, yeah. I think – but as a season progresses, I mean – Yeah, season two. She, she's not she's wearing pretty the cool, but, but she's – She's really cool. I mean, she's a great actress. I, I like her acting. I like Donna Troy was dead on. I mean, the guy that played Locke is pretty amazing. You know who that is? Yeah, the guy who played Aquaman in uh, um, Smallville. Uh, yeah, I had no idea. He was such a dork in Aquaman as Aquaman on Smallville, and he's and you're right, he's great on this. I mean, it's fantastic. It's just like what you would imagine. Hank Hall to be, you know, and, and Dove. Same with Dove. I mean, yeah, they're great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they get the all these characters perfect. I mean, just really, really. The only, I mean, and this is not a complaint by far. It's just you know because I'm such an old fucker and remember Raven one way. You know, the Raven I remember back in the New Teen Titans was a little bit different than this Raven. This is more of the cartoon Raven, which is fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. Well, it's I'm not, because. The old comic book Raven didn't really have much uh, right. characterization. So. You're right. You're exactly right. So, but I love this show. This is by far the best comic book show I've ever seen. Uh, it is spot on. Okay, and there's something about it where 
where they're comic book heroes and stuff, and the the way they just casually mention like Superman or Justice League, and like the world around them doesn't make a big deal out of them. You know right. what I'm saying? It's just weird. It's it's not it's not like uh, the masks today, or they have some weird name for them. You know, it's just what it is. It's just like oh well, it's just like the comic book. It's just it's perfect. I mean, it's well, really a great show. That kind of calls back to Watchmen. That's literally a conversation I had with Jacob uh, today about Watchmen. I was like, the reason, you know, in the Watchmen universe, pirate comic books were what was all popular because nobody gave a shit about superheroes. They existed, you know, Where, uh, whereas just like now, would you want to read a comic book about a police officer? Yeah. No, oh, no, I, no I, w- I wouldn't. They exist. You know, at some point they're going to become passe. Superheroes have become passe. So it's it's yeah, like you said, it's just like it just exists. Yeah, drop super, yeah. name name check Superman just like you would name check yeah. the rock. I know, I love it. I mean, yeah, I love this show. I mean, it's just like what you said. I mean I this the whole DC app is fucking amazing. The comic books that are on there, yeah. I mean so I'm catching up on all kinds of shit. They're only about so, six months behind <laughs> on the comics. So well, I'm enjoying just going back and reading all the really old shit on there. I mean, it's it's been really good. So, Titans by far my favorite new show. It, it is just great. I'm totally happy that I'm started watching. Well, when you get caught up with Titans, I you need know. to watch Doom Patrol. But oh, I will. you I need will. to go into Doom Patrol. Like, yeah. just I'm going to sit and just try to appreciate this for what it is. I'm not going to overthink it. I'm not going to ask questions. I'm just going to take this in. And then you're going to realize, holy shit, it's better than Titans. Wow. That's going to be hard because I, and don't get me wrong, I love the Doom Patrol's guest starring on the Titans. They were freaking fantastic. Now, what makes Doom Patrol amazing is so freaking weird. It's what, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this, Doom Patrol is what Preacher should have been. Yeah, just really out there. Doom Patrol, and if you said if you go into it thinking that, wait, this is what preachers should have been, you'll appreciate it, and it puts you in the right mindset to watch it. And Alan Tudyk is friggin' amazing. He plays Mr. Nowhere. You love him. He plays Mister Nowhere, but he's also the narrator. So, like in the episodes, the recap is done by him, and Mister Nowhere is like, you know, a godlike being. He breaks the fourth wall all the time. So he, he's the narrator. He's telling you what's happened, happening, and he's just insulting them, talking about what idiots they are, and, and, and like as the narrator, it's really good. It's really good. Well, so. I will definitely start it as soon as I finish Titans, because if it's anything like the Titans, it is perfect. Yeah, it's it's what. Yeah, if you go in going, this is what Preacher should have been. By the time you get to like the second episode, you're gonna be like, holy shit, I. This is great. So. You know, and, uh, and another thing, it's kind of funny. I, I, I think this is the first show, and this is corny, and I'm going to say this, and I never thought I'd say this, but this is the first show I really like when they use profanity because it's funny. I mean, they use it at the right time. It's not – it doesn't seem like they're just saying the word fuck to, to shock people. They actually use that word at the perfect time. It's like – you know, I, I, 
or shit or something. It's just their their profanity is perfect. It <laughs> makes sense when they use it. I know that sounds stupid, but you know you'll watch a show and they'll say the fuck or this and that, and you're like, um, that's kind of they didn't need to say that there, you know? That's kind of that's a show. This show does it perfectly. It's really it's just a great show. I don't know who's writing it or who created this, but they they did a really good job with this with this TV show. Well, it's, it's Jeff Johns and uh, Greg Berlanti. This is Greg Berlanti? Yep. Oh, shit. Well, then it must be all Jeff Johns. Because <laughs> don't get me wrong, I like Greg Berlanti, what he's done with Arrowverse. I do. He's done a great job. Arrowverse and all that, and they have to be because, you know, it's on network TV. So, you know, it's a little campy at times, but it, it's still it's – still, Fresh off a comic book, and I get that. It seems like more of a comic book than any other TV show out there. Titans is just kind of a good median in between. It's got the, it's great comic book story, great all that, but a little bit more edgy for entertainment value. So I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. <clears throat> great show. So. All right. Brad. Yeah, I love it too. <clears throat> love it too. The, uh, anybody watching Walking Dead? No, nope. I'm, I'm upset behind, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> God. It's so sad because it's they've got some really good villains right now, and they're just I don't know what the hell they're doing. I was so bored the last episode that I was just playing on my iPad the whole time it was on. You shouldn't be like that. With a, That's the whole point. Yeah. It's it's the same thing they did with the governor. They realized, wait, we stretched out the governor, and so now they're just stretching out. They're stretching out Negan, and they're stretching out Alpha, and they're stretching out Beta. And what's going to happen is at the mid-season finale is when uh, Negan's going to escape. <clears throat> I'm telling you right now, Negan's going to escape, and they're going to be like, oh, shit, Negan's turned bad. He's going to join up with Alpha, and that's going to be a cliffhanger. And then you're going to have a whole lot of drawn-out bullshit the second half of the season. And then the second half of the season, uh, Negan's going to kill Alpha, just like in the comic books. And then next season, you're like, oh, shit, what's Beta going to do about it? That's literally, that is, the, the way this show works now is you watch the season premiere, the mid-season uh, uh, finale, the mid-season premiere, and the season finale, that's all you have to watch. You can watch four hours of this show and be done with it because all of the rest of it is just filler bullshit. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is. It's very. I mean, you're right because it is. I'm like, oh my god, this is so fucking boring. It's like, God, can y'all do something a little bit? This is a show about zombies. Come on, man, spruce this up a little bit. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of over it. I'm even, you know. You, this show was my Sunday night staple. Like, hell, it's my, was my weekly staple. It was the show that I like to watch no matter what. I would sit down at nine o'clock on Sunday and watch the show. And now it's like, eh, eh, I guess I'll watch it. So, Nothing else is on. Well, that's not true anymore because Watchmen's on. Watchmen's on, yeah. And honestly, uh, Castle Rock season two started, which, it's supposed to focus on misery. It's going to be like uh, revolving around, uh, you know, the misery book. So 
I liked Castle Rock season one a lot. Uh, it was different, but it's, it's that same thing. It's the same thing I said about Joker. It's the same thing I said about Pennyworth. It's, it's new stories, but they're saying, Hey, look, it's kind of sort of Stephen King adjacent. And so yeah. they name check, they name check Shawshank. They name check, uh, Cujo. They name check, um, Derry Maine, right? So they, they name check this stuff, but it, it, it's none of those characters. But it's it's Stephen King universe adjacent, so people watch it because it's got Stephen King's name at the top. Se- season two, they're saying, "Hey, look, the the we've cast the person that played um, Kathy Bates' character in Misery. I forget her name, but uh, and so, but it's it's not going to have like James Conn's character or stuff in it. It's but so it's going to be it's going to be Misery adjacent." But people watch it, and you're checking it out. And you're going, oh well, I like it. It really didn't have to have anything to do with with Dairy Maine or Cujo, but that's what got me bought into to, to checking it out. So, yeah, uh, I saw that. I'll be honest, I saw the the uh, commercials to it. It kind of looked interesting, but I'm 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 so behind on everything else that I just it's like I can't get into another show right now. So I'll just go back to uh, My Name is Earl. <laughs> yep. And that comes to My Name is Earl. <laughs> well, now, before we go into a retro review, do you want to talk about Sonny? Ah, uh, Sonny's been really good. It's hey, been good. I, it's been really good. The, ep- um, the, the one episode, and I was watching it, and I was laughing, and then in the back of my head I was kind of crying because I was like, we are these assholes. <laughs> but episode two, uh, Thunder Gun 4, Maximum uh, Cool. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I love that one. It was like watching, it was like somebody watched our podcast. <laughs> and I realized, great. they made the show and I realized we are the butt of the joke. <laughs> so. That was a great episode. So far, they all... D Day was a little kind of boring, but I like the other. No, was it D Day? What was the last one? The last one was the gang chokes where uh, Frank choked. Oh god, that was funny! I love that one. That was fantastic. When he just draped that, uh, when Frank kept just breaking in the guy's house. <laughs> he draped he just, the, the, the tablecloth over his mom because he was spooking him. <laughs> Great show. Sonny's got 14 years and going strong, man. You need to watch AP Bio. Uh, uh, it's, it's Glenn Howerton. It's Dennis. So, yeah, it's been good. I'm going to stick to my name is Earl. <laughs> yeah, you know, <sighs> stick with what you know. You know what? You know what's uh, Jamie Priestley. She was a hot babe back in 2005. I don't know what she's looking like now, but if you're looking, is that how old that show is? Yeah, 2005. Wow. I didn't remember the 2000s. You know, my memory only goes back to about 2011. So that's why you have to watch this stuff to to fight off dementia and Alzheimer's. Exactly. I started watching on my name as well when it came out, but I'm really enjoying it now. 
Show. And it's funny, like my name is Earl was kind of like that that show between friends and the office of where it wasn't super popular, but it kinda it got you over a hump. And then when the office came out, they're like, Oh well, yeah, Earl's dead. Like hey, we yeah, just want to make we want to make office clones. And you're right, yeah. I mean Earl was a pretty funny show. Jason Lee was really funny. And I don't know why. Yeah, I didn't see the later seasons, so I don't know where it kind of went off the track. But but I there was another show I, I started watching. I didn't realize it was made by the same guy. It was uh, um, what was that show called? Hope. I know show about with with Martha Plimpton. Yeah, yeah, that was a good show. That was a that was raising a funny show. hope or something. Raising hope. Something raising like hope. That was a really, that was a really funny show. And like, it, it only lasted for, I think, four seasons. And then like the fourth season kind of went off the rails a little bit. So, but it was made by Greg Garcia. Was, yeah. Four seasons though is good. I mean, four seasons is syndication. Like, like that's, that's good nowadays getting to season four. So. I guess so. I guess so. So that was, uh, that's a good show. But yeah, my name is Earl. If you, you might be, uh, has you watched that? Highly recommend it. <laughs> any, right, any, questions? any questions? Any questions? Oh, yeah, yeah. How about new Star Wars trailers, everybody? Yeah, let's switch gears to Star Wars. Looks looks like an ending for the uh, Skywalker saga. Still no idea what, what it's going to be about. Clocking in at about two and a half hours. Uh, we've, and we've only got like uh, a month and a half uh, to find out, and then it'll all be over with. This whole Skywalker nonsense will finally be over with for good. I'm very excited about it. The trailer looked really, really freaking good. It like looks it? good. I mean, it looks good. I, I sent I sent that clip to you guys earlier. Brad, did you watch it? Ron, I know you did. Oh right? my god, no, I didn't. Oh my hey, god, that that you gotta watch that, Brad. That was so freaking hilarious. It it was from and I and I think that encapsulates my my complete feelings on Star Wars as a whole. And, and honestly, up. probably most of uh, fandom at this point, <laughs> right? Like, you know, if you go and and this is this is something really interesting. Um, you, there has been a surge in the collectible like toy market of almost everything except Star Wars. GI Joe prices are big up on the rise. Transformer prices are majorly on the rise. Um, the old Marvel figures are way up on the rise. DC, Kenner, All right, Kenner guys, Super, superpowers. Listen up. Can y'all hear that? No. No. Y'all can't hear that? Nope. No. I was going to play the clip, but Brian sent. But. So, but the, what's happening is in the collectible market, people are moving out of Star Wars. Like, if you go to the toy aisle, the Star Wars section, it used to be an entire aisle. Now it's like one, like, two-foot, you know, uh, um, tower up and down. Star Wars has lost so much in in toys and licensing and that sort of thing because of uh, 
the where we're at with with there's so much displeasure in that last movie nobody cares anymore nobody cares anymore about star wars like yeah, yeah that, that last movie really hurt a lot because and, and, what, and it's a shame too because i think everybody really liked the force awakens and then you know they liked it they're really looking forward to this next one and last jedi just sucked so bad well, Just, last ugh. Jedi, but then before that, you had Rogue One, which was like, I don't really need to know this story. I'll take it because Star Wars is at the, is is at the front of 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 it. Um, Han Solo, people were like, this sucks. So, but here's the thing, like it's gotten so bad. Like if you look at the toy aisle, it's shrunk to almost nothing. In the collectibles market, Star Wars is like Star Trek toys at this point. Like their value is very is is. Very, it's, it's probably at an all-time low um, because of where the property is right now. And so, like, they, they said uh, uh, Rain um, or Ryan Johnson or Ryan – sorry, it's Johnson, right? Yeah. yeah, Ryan Johnson. Yeah, like, he's gone from saying his trilogy um, to, uh, you know, when he makes his trilogy to if he makes his trilogy. Right? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like a couple weeks ago. Is that like he's now being quoted as if he makes his movies, if he makes his trilogy. Like it's no longer when, it's if. Um, to Bob Iger saying, hey, we probably need to let Star Wars rest because people are, 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 uh, um, it's not Marvel. It's not Marvel. They, they bought Star Wars, uh, but only got one type of movie, one type of universe. Marvel, you can tell, Hundreds of different types of stories. They box themselves in with Star Wars. The the head of um, Disney Parks resigned last month because Star Wars Galaxy's Edge um, attendance has been so soft. People aren't going. Wow. Uh, we went, wow. We went to Galaxy's Edge the weekend it opened and got on that. Star Wars ride in 45 minutes. Holy shit. Pandora, you'll wait three hours to get on. But the millennium, but the Star Wars ride is only a 45 minute wait. Like, there is something systemically wrong with Star Wars at this point. Um, but yeah, but to the point where, like, collectors don't even collect it anymore. They're moving into other properties to collect because they stopped giving a shit. And if you look, like all these other like uh, like properties, like the the old collectibles are up twenty, thirty, forty percent in value in the past year. So well, I think a lot of the thing with Star Wars, and this sounds dumb, and y'all y'all probably read me for it, but <clears throat> and I've said it over and over. The Last Jedi. The problem is you cannot keep rooting for the losers. I mean, my God, Luke. They should have made the Jedi a powerful force, a cool force, but they don't. They make them like they they hide. They run and hide. So I mean, you don't have anybody very heroic. You got Ray right now that's heroic, and she's a cool character, but not many boys are going to get into Ray. And I'm sorry, that's just how it is. I mean, that's just the world we live in. You know, the girls are. Not so much into the action stuff as boys are, and boys aren't going to get into a female character, in my opinion. Well, you know? I heard 
I heard in this this earlier today. I was I was watching. It was about something else, but uh, I heard a quote and uh, psychiatrists in like the '60s and '70s, and they were looking at like uh, GI Joe and Barbie, right? right? And they were like, they said, little boys, it's the masculine, like they they want to become that masculine hero. Right. They right. want they want to become the hero. They want they project themselves into the hero. Girls want so that's what that's what GI Joe was, and that's what you know uh, um, Action Man was, and that's what Bionic you know uh, um, Six Million Dollar Man was. You wanted to be the Six Million Dollar Man, right? Right, as a boy. Right. Girls think about Barbie though. Girls want Barbie to be like them. They want when they go to buy a Barbie. If they want to be a teacher, they want to buy a Barbie teacher because that's what they want to be. If they want to be a, a veterinarian, they want to buy a Barbie that's a veterinarian because that's what they want to be. So they want so so psychologists said girls want their toys to to mirror themselves. Boys want their toys to mirror and project who they who they think they can be. So so if that's the case. No girl can be a Jedi. Right. And a boy can't be a girl. Well, you're I mean, just, like, you're, you're basically saying that girls are more grounded than, you know, in reality. Guys are. Yeah, they are. You're right. You're exactly right. Yeah. So, so if I'm a girl and I like these things, I want a toy that likes the same stuff that I do. Right. If I'm a boy, I'm stupid and I think I can conquer the world and, and anything's possible. And I, and so I want to be a superhero. Or I want to be a, a ninja, or I want to be a, you know, a, a, a space Jedi or a space yep. ninja. You know, so it, it's the difference. Boy, kids are wired differently. Well, that's why in the assortments you get one ray, and like you know, Poe with his jacket and Poe without his jacket, and you know, like you get you get two R twos uh, and only one ray in an assortment. It's because. Like kids are different. Girls are different than boys. They want different things out of the properties. But when you go in and say, "Well, we're going to make the girl the superhero," we're going to make the girl the focus, and then but you're selling toys to boys. There's a problem. There's a huge like, problem. And I and I'm not saying I love Ray. I think she's a great character. I, I the actress is great. The character's great. I, but as if you know. Would eight-year-old Ron would like them? I don't know. I mean, you know, it's just can would I buy an action figure ever? I don't know. Hell, I bought Princess Leia, so I guess I would. But you know, you buy I mean, an action figure. But are you going to buy a costume? Oh no! I mean, that's no. Not, yeah. I mean, are, are a girl's market? You know, a boy if they're going to buy that Star Wars costume of their of their favorite of, of their of their hero. And I'm not right. saying that the the lead shouldn't be Ray. I, I you know I like I like it. I like the fact that she is the lead. All I'm saying is you got to toughen up the other characters. You know you got to Luke should have been well, a stronger character and he should have been more cool. And the Jedi that's the should problem. be more cool. That's the problem with Hollywood. Period. And that's the problem with the way they make movies now. Is it still people still don't get yeah. it. So what they do is we have to make the female character strong. So by 
you know, conversely, we have to surround her with weaker, weaker supporting characters. So, but that's what, that's what happens. You watch them, watch movies now. Like, cause if you would have watched the original Star, Star Wars, the original Star Wars, you had everybody was strong and they were all, you know, you had Luke Skywalker, strong character, Han Solo, strong character, character, Princess Leia, strong character. They all three were strong. Correct. You know, but what you have now is to, because you're saying, oh, well, Leia's the star. So we got to make sure people take her seriously. So we got to make the males and her supporting cast look weaker. Yeah. So she can't yeah. just be strong. Like Ray can't just be strong, uh, without, you know, Leia was strong, but she wasn't the lead. So it was okay because Ray's the lead to really double down and triple down on the fact that she's strong and she's a badass. You got to make the other characters yeah. look weak. You don't have to do that. Just write no, good don't. characters. No. Just write right. good characters. Yep, I totally agree. And I think that's what's happened to the movie, and that's why it it, it fell flat. I think I think Force Awakens was strong because you didn't really know the characters yet, so you were they were good characters. And then Brian Johnson just when he when you know you're reintroduced to Luke and he's high on a planet and he's a big old wuss and he's you know scared to come out of hiding and you know then you got that long chase it's like there's nothing it was so boring it was like oh god what the fuck right so Luke was uh, uh, in hiding he was a curmudgeon but also kind of a goof yeah, like they was. they made him do goofy stuff. And it's like, it's like the kid of a thing. Yeah, it's like it's like what? Why not just make him a cool character? I mean, we yeah. the whole the whole right. last movie we were like, "Where's Luke? Where's Luke? He's gonna be a badass. He's gonna be a badass." And then you see Luke, and you're like, "He's a dork." Yep, that's exactly right. You're, but they yeah. made him a dork so that conversely, you took Ray more seriously. But you didn't have to. You could have both, and you could have sold more toys if you did both. But I, but for some reason, like Hollywood doesn't get it. Maybe it's just a lazy way of screenwriting. It's well, like, well, also, I don't well, really also. have to write a lot of stuff, so I'm just going to do these scenes and make these things happen to make my character look stronger um, instead of actually just having a better story that makes sense with better characters. Well, and look at it uh, for us. I mean, me, you, Brad, Luke, and Han, Leia. They were our heroes, and now we're subjected to them. And you got Han, you know, he got killed. Bloom, he's gone, you know. Not much heroic stuff he's done. You know, Princess Leia's just kind of there, you know. She's barely got a screen time. And then you've got Luke, who, you know, he was our main hero in the originals. You know, we wanted to see, you know, him grow up to be this great Jedi. And now... We're, we're shown that he's just a weak, you know, he's hiding out hermit. So, so our heroes have been all just trashed. Well, well and we've been, they've been replaced with. Right. One, right. With Ray, who's the best character. Yes, yeah, she is. But, but she was written to be the best character at the detriment of the other characters. Exactly. You're right. And then you've I mean, got Poe <clears throat> and Finn, which are just doofuses. 
and then you like on the, that are just taking up screen time. Yep. Like Poe in the last movie, like Poe's story was stupid. It wasn't as stupid as Finn's story, but it was stupid. <laughs> it was it made right? no sense. It was it, it was it was so off the wall. His story about that whole you know why didn't they just tell him? <laughs> okay, this is what we're doing. I mean, it was so dumb. They could and if they were going to keep it from him like they did, then they should have had a subplot where there was a spy on board. So they didn't want to tell him because they were scared there was a spy somewhere. But that whole thing with him was off the wall, so out of character and just stupid. And the Finn thing was just ridiculous. I mean, good God. Uh, the, but you know, we had we're to gonna, sit through that. Like, right, we had to sit through all of that because I guess they want to sell more play sets and toys and stuff. But it's like you can't have both. If you just make a cool character – Kids will get it and figure it out and enjoy it. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. And I think this is why Star Wars is failing right now is because, you know, all of us who, you know, carried the torch and loved it and everything, you know, Force Awakens comes out and we were like, okay, this is good. This is familiar. This is cool characters reintroduced. And we're getting some of our other characters back. We're going to see where they're at. And then we saw where they're at and it sucks. And that's where it was the last Jedi. And now it's like, you know, they had a chance to put all three of them. What a perfect movie it would have been if wouldn't have been awesome to see all four of the original Chewbacca, Leia, Han, and Luke in that cockpit one more time for one last mission. They had them all four there. They could have done something like that at least for a quarter of a movie. They didn't have to do it for the whole fucking movie, but there could have been a point where they all came in swooping in or did something. But no. Uh, we didn't get that. And so I think all the old Star Wars fans are like, eh, this kind of sucks, you know? I think this is what's bothered everybody. Because what we wanted to see, we didn't get to see. We, we get, we're just getting bits and pieces of these characters. Well, and, and but got, think about what we got. We got Luke, who's basically moved back into his, his mother's basement. I mean, that's the equivalent. Yeah, of yeah, that's you're the, right. The equivalent of where Luke's at. He just moved in back into his mother's basement and he's, <laughs> You know, uh, uh, um, uh, doing nothing. Right. Han is a deadbeat dad. Yeah, you're right. That's exactly right. He's back out there acting like he's 30 again. Yeah, it would have been, it would have been much cooler if Han was doing something else by except doing what he was doing, you know, 40 years before, you know, anything. But I mean, hell, he's wearing the same vest. So it's like. Yeah, it's like he, he went Christ. and bought his Pontiac again. He went and bought his Pontiac. <laughs> he hooked up with his buddy, like yeah. uh, uh, his buddy. They're both divorced, and they're out trying to pick up chicks. I know. Where's Lumpy at? I mean, come on. So Lumpy's out there wondering where his dad's Lumpy's at. out there wondering where his dad's at. But but see, that, that's that's the whole problem. And here's the thing. Here here's what gripes me. And like, then you get Captain Marvel. And they say we didn't like Captain Marvel because we're, you know, white males. Right. I mean, you you can't handle it because you're no. I I I like movies. I like you know. I, I like female characters. I don't have a problem with female characters. Oh, I don't. The problem know. is the problem is you take the shortcut. 
they're taking the shortcut. They're saying, hey, look, instead of making this female character really strong, which they did in Wonder Woman, they're saying, wait, let's make her supporting cast weak so she looks strong in comparison. Instead of actually writing good characters and making the the female a, a, a supporting cast that's, that's strong and likable, too. You don't have to, like, screw other characters to make one look good. It's like it's like going into a, a, a diamond shop and, and, oh, well, look around the shop. There's a lot worse than this one. Like, it, it doesn't, but that's, that's, the, that's the way they do it. That's, that's the way the movie, and it's just laziness. It's just flat laziness. You're right. I mean, yeah, Wonder Woman was a great character. It was a great movie. You know what I love about Wonder Woman? It was the fact that, no one said, oh, my God, she's a woman? You know, I mean, what? It's like the guys around her were just like war guys. They didn't give a shit, you know, and it was great. No one made a big deal out of it. And I love that. It was like, oh, all right. And she was a great character, you know. And in a, in a sense, in a, in a sense, raised the same way, too. You know, no one makes a big deal that she's a woman. It's just like you said, that all her surrounding characters are just kind of dumbed down. So... It's like, eh, you don't have anybody else to really root for. I mean, you're not going to root for Ben or root for Poe because they're, they're kind of lame. Well, think about just on Paradise Island, right? You had uh, Wonder Woman was cool. Pippolata was cool. Yeah. But the coolest Amazon was Robin Wright's character. Right. She was a stone-cold badass. Yeah. Like, yeah. So you had three strong women, well, a bunch. You had a whole, a whole island full of strong warrior women. Nobody questioned mm. any of that. Nobody no, questioned any of that. But, then, but uh, uh, conversely, you got like in other movies, you got to go and say, uh, and, and that's why people, you know, I know Captain Marvel. They're like, well, this is going to be our Wonder Woman, and I know Marvel's disappointed because it's not seen in the same light as Wonder Woman. Well, Marvel, that's why. Marvel, you had to make Nick Fury a fucking idiot to make Captain Marvel look halfway competent instead of just making it a better story. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You're exactly right. So, but all that to say, Star Wars trailer, I'm looking forward to it. I'm just hoping. That was a long way to get. That was a long way to that get. Was to, uh, way. I know, but I mean, I'm giving the trailer an A plus. Well, it's kind of sad though because you know we all we all grew up on Star Wars. You know, we all went to the prequels back in the '90s when you know during the the '90s, early 2000s, and we saw them all together. And you know, we this is what we grew up. So when we heard the new stuff was coming out, we were really looking forward to it. And, you know, at that time we had all the actors on board and it was like, Oh my God, this is going to be awesome. And I just feel like they dropped the ball with it. I mean, there was some of the creative things that they've done has not been that great. And, you know, I mean, a lot of people bitch that force awakens was so much like star Wars, but I did enjoy that movie. The tone of the movie, everything about that movie, I, I really liked. And then Rise of the Jedi was just complete opposite. It, it had a couple of good scenes in it, but for the most part, it was just just not very good. Well, uh, we alluded to a few minutes ago, and, and like the trailer looks fine. It looks, I mean, it looks good. I 
I just, I'm just in a bad, I'm in a really bad place for, for this movie to be, you know, to be coming in. But we alluded to, there was a, uh, and I've shared it with you guys. Maybe we can post it somewhere, like, uh, the, uh, flip, the, uh, the flip board. All right. right. What is it? But the, uh, the interview from Nightline in 1983 with Ted oh, Koppel, Ted so Koppel, uh, uh, Roger Ebert, Gene Siskel, and John Simon. And John Simon, I think he was like a, um, for like the Chicago, no, he he wasn't Chicago. Anyway, Gene Siskel was the Baltimore Sun, and uh, uh, um, uh, Roger Ebert was the, the Chicago Tribune. But this guy was he was another well-respected, I guess, critic, and he came out and said, you know, that that Return of the Jedi was just idiotic and stupid, and uh, and and I'm sitting there and I'm watching this, and, and like the header of the video was. Uh, Roger Ebert predicts Disney uh, um, Star Wars universe in 1983. And he basically says in there, you know, th- they were comparing Star Wars to, like, uh, the Disney movies. And actually, Simon made the first comparison. He said, you know, this is a movie. It's, you know, when you've got 90% of the movie is CGI or is say CGI, but when you, 90% of the movie is special effects, you know, uh, it's it, there's not much different in, difference in it and just watching a cartoon. There's no difference in this and a Walt Disney movie. And then Ebert kind of said, well, this is the kind of movies that Disney should be making now. And I agree that it, that it's similar to movies that, that, uh, Disney was making when Walt was still alive. I mean, that was the kind of gist. And that was what the article was about. But as I'm watching it, I'm siding with this Simon guy. He, like, when the movie's 90% special effects, and the budget is all spent on special effects. And the writing doesn't matter because the writing is just a tool to get to the next explosion. That sucks. Yeah, it really does. It was. It, it was. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, I know they think I should be siding with Ebert. But this guy, this curmudgeon that was a laughing stock in 1983 is making a lot of sense. but it it brings it all full circle to what we were just talking about you know write a better movie if you write a good movie and you make a good movie the explosion doesn't matter quite as much nope if it's if it's good think about like some of the best movies of the 80s they don't have the, the best special effects they're still beloved because they were better movies Back to the Future does not look realistic when they go back in time or the, or the, you know, when the DeLorean glows or when it, even when it, when it flies at the end of the first movie. It doesn't look realistic. It doesn't hold up today, the special effects, but you give it a pass because the movie's so good. Now, all we care about is the special effects or all Hollywood cares about is the special effects because they think we're stupid and then, they, they give us a – the movie doesn't make sense or the script is bad or the characterization is, is god-awful. And then they go, well, why didn't you show up for the movie? There was lots of explosions. And you go, because we're not fucking idiots. We knew that movie was going to be bad before we showed up. It doesn't matter how much shit you blow up. We knew it was going to be a bad movie. So that's my soapbox. That's a good soapbox, huh? Yeah, you're, I mean, you're right. I can't argue with any of it. You're You're exactly right. It's just, uh, it's just disappointing, you know, just to see the once mighty Star Wars just kind of 
falling down as bad as it is. Hell, I'm looking more towards uh, the Picard show than I am anything right now. And you know why? Awesome. Because it's you know it's going to be well written because they don't have the budget of Star Wars. Right. So they don't have the budget. They got to bring it. They got to make a good story or else people won't tune in because they don't have the budget. they'll, They'll also give people what they want. You know, a lot of these fucking directors, especially Ryan Johnson. I mean, he was oh, like yeah. awful. You know, you know, it was like I'm going, you know, I'm going to do it my way and fuck the fans. You know, and I get it. You know, the fans. You shouldn't make the movie just based on the fans, but if there's certain canon out there and there's certain plots and stuff, you should just go with the natural progression of the story the way it should go, not take a sharp left like he did. Or just say, it doesn't even matter. Not only does it not matter what happened in the first three or the second three movies or the last movie that I'm following up with 24 months later, not only does none of that stuff, uh, 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 none of that matters. I'm just going to tell my own story. And if it, oh. if it fits in, great. If not, I don't care. Yeah, he don't care. I mean, that's basically what he did. I, I feel like Ryan Johnson basically... J.J. Abrams said, said oh, this is where I was going with this, but this is your movie. You do whatever you want. And Ryan Johnson went, you're goddamn right I will. And just fucking did whatever the hell he wanted. I mean, he just took it and, you know, destroyed Kylo Ren's mask. He fucked up the whole Ray bullshit. And, you know, screwed up Luke. And, you know, there was so much stuff he did that was just put in his little political statement about whatever the fuck that horse planet was or Casino planet with the horses. Oh, that was so dumb. I, Jesus Christ. I mean, <clears throat> just a, took a big old shit on Star Wars. And then they yeah. turn around and ask him to do the fucking uh, another trilogy. I'm like, really? That guy? Shit. I'm sure I'll, I'll enjoy Rise of Skywalker because I know that there's gonna, they know they screwed up. They know there's, they, all the stuff that we said is missing, we're gonna get in this next movie. This next movie is going to be a whole lot of fan service. Yeah, I think so, uh, yeah. Well, J.J. Abrams always brings fan service. I mean. Yeah, so it's, it, and, and you can easily write off the whole Ray thing. I've said it before, you know, just because uh, <laughs> Kylo said her parents were nobodies. Right. Doesn't mean they are. Right. Yeah, he's either lying to her or, or he can't, he doesn't know, he's not omnis, uh, omnipotent. He doesn't know everything that's happening in the universe. All he knows is what her feel. he can read her feelings. So he said the thing that she was afraid of. Right. So that they were nobody. So you could easily write that off and explain it away. That's not a problem. And the question is now, it's like we could have had a really good movie like <clears throat> Avengers um, Infinity War leading into a Avengers Endgame type movie, right? You could have had that type of dynamic going into this movie where people are chomping at the bit, and we just wasted our time. You know, one movie was a, was an homage to the original. Okay, great. The second movie, everybody wants to dismiss and forget about, and now you're going to have to spend the third movie retracting the stuff that's in the second movie instead of moving on with the story and telling me more cool, telling me cool stuff. So, well, we shall see. We got a month and a half, and. It'll all be over for the Skywalker. Although I do, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on the record and saying, y'all, and this was, uh, I, I think we're gonna have a force, 
Force Ghost uh, is going to come in and save the day. I think we're going to have a rise of all these Force Ghost Jedis. You're going to have Anakin and uh, Vader. I mean, Anakin and, you know, Qui-Gon Jinn and uh, Obi-Wan. I think they're all going to be in Force Ghost. Yoda. Well, the only, uh, the only way to truly, like, do the fan service and, and real, that, that I see that they can actually, um, comp- depend, or the only way they could really try to turn, do the 180 on this movie is it's gotta be the redemption of, of Kylo to the extent of maybe even Kylo was a sleeper agent the whole time, whatever. Maybe it's, maybe it's Rise of Skywalker because, uh, his ancestors and you get to see the force ghost of, Darth Vader and Luke and <laughs> Obi Wan and uh, Han and I think you're going to see all that. I, I all of them, see all those Jedi's, even the ones but, that were killed. Back but here's the, here's what it would be. It would be um, Goblet of Fire. It would be uh, oh yeah, Harry, Harry right. Potter staring down Voldemort. And his parents show back up and yeah, give him their yeah. strength. I mean, that's so, I, I guarantee you that's what's going to happen. So you, so you know, Kylo is is torn. All these force ghosts start showing up. They lend him his strength, and he does the right thing. Right, like so. That, that, so you got to have that redemption arc. Then you can go back and go. Oh, Kylo was a good guy all along. I liked him to begin with. You know, like you. So uh, that's the only way I, I can see them really uh, getting everybody back on board or, or tying it with a uh, neat enough bow to where everybody's like, okay, I'm content. Well, so. the only way I will give it, I would give it a hundred percent is at the very end. They sing the nub nub song. Nub nub. You bet the nub nub. Anybody don't remember the nub nub song? Of course you remember the nub nub song. Brad's just asleep. <laughs> Brad, wake up! I'm I'm here. Yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm looking forward to the trailer. <laughs> you guys see the trailer? Hmm. Oh, you saw the trailer. Yeah, it's got Lando in it. Lando dressed like he did in the Land the Han Solo movie, which is awesome. He pulled that out of the mothballs. Got his cape back. I well, it says the the, the yellow. T- Tunic and the, uh, in the, in the blue cape. I'm like, does anybody in the Star Wars universe like change their clothes, you know, after 40 years? It's the same, it's the same thing. Is Han <laughs> putting mean, that sweater, that vest back on? Han puts the vest on. Freaking, uh, Lando's dressed like he was dressed in the Han Solo movie. I'm like, come on, really guys? Come that'd on. Be like the, that'd be like the equivalent of us putting back on like a Coca-Cola shirt. One of those Coca-Cola pillow <laughs> shirts I mean, and going out to pick up chicks. <laughs> I do have my uh, my fleece old navy uh, jacket I wore that when Alex was born. I I'm holding pictures of them with that on, and I do wear that occasionally still. So I guess. Oh, I know. <laughs> I've seen it. So I guess you it's can. It's in say, the regular rotation. It is in the regular rotation. So I guess I guess I can't say too much about Han and Lando. Londo, Lando, 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 Lando. Uh, Brad, any uh, thoughts? 
thoughts? No, no. I think uh, we covered quite a bit on the uh, the Podmen return. That, 97 minutes. Yeah, That's not long, considering. I mean, considering all that we had to cover, I mean, I feel like I've left something out. Uh, no. <laughs> well, if you had, if, if you, you had, had uh, I'm running out of battery power, so you may have to save it. No, 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 Brad. If he had, he probably should. The podcast. Oh, are we? Are we? What the end of it was? Yeah, you gave me a complete. You gave me a complete one there. Yeah. God, I feel like we're missing something. I mean, we really go to the charge, Brad. Yes. If he does have anything else he's forgotten, maybe he should save it for the podcast. There we go. Are we ending it now? Yes, it's an hour and a half of rambling. <laughs> I gotta go to bed. Not old man. Jesus it's eleven oh nine. Jesus, eleven oh nine. Okay, Grandpa. God, I gotta go make sweet love to the old lady and roll over and go to sleep, cry and go to sleep like my nor- my normal <laughs> exactly. routine. He's got to go do that and be and be asleep by eleven thirteen. I know, yeah. <laughs> and that includes the after the after sex pee, you know. I mean, God, yeah, I got enough schedule to maintain. I mean, we could have talked about Picard. I mean, there was some good good nuggets in that. We could have got to see. We got to see Fat Riker. But it's it's like two months old. Why bother? Why bother it's, talking about it? It's only a month old. Fat Riker, old Troy. I mean, come on. That looked ridiculous. Are they seven? No, it's Brad. <laughs> it did. Brad just says that in disgust. <laughs> it looked horrible. No, they're um, old. We look horrible. We're old. I, I agree. I don't want to see that up on the TV or movie screen. Please don't, don't remind me of my age. I don't want to see but old people. Say, Seven of nine still looks pretty goddamn good. Oh, there it is. There's my name. Seven of nine? Huh? All what? right. So are we going to uh, try to get on a regular schedule? Yes. One week. I, I can, I'm, uh, I'm alternating those, so I can only do like – So we uh, do every other week? week. I can, well, we can do every other week if y'all want to. Let's do that. Isn't that alternating? <laughs> He said one week. I've got to do every other week. <laughs> All right. So I thought we were going to do weekly. I, let's I, I, alternate. Well, we could do that. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is happening? Like, but we we've tried weekly and it just doesn't work. We can never get together and stuff. We should. Try well, it, there's not enough shit happens. There's shit. Then we're oh fixing to go into the Arrowverse, and we got we got fucking Zombieland out. We got we got Terminator coming out. We got Star Wars coming out. We got three things. Taiki. So we have three things. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Taiki Wankita show movie. So, coming out. Brian, That's Wednesdays good. are bad for you, right? Wednesdays are bad for me. All right. What's up with Wednesdays? What so, do you got Wednesdays? <laughs> I have a standing engagement. He's got to make love to his wife. Was that, was that sex night or something? That's sex. No, I, I told you we've got tickets to the, uh, uh, the Wednesday night stuff. Uh, that, that, uh, Y'all got also. it every Wednesday night? Yeah, it's every Wednesday night. Oh my god. It's right. like 10 bucks. It's like a $10 ticket. So yeah. like, uh. Do they know Wednesday. y'all? They know y'all by name? Yeah, did I tell you this? Alright, so, 